Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey everyone, welcome to MLB.com Extras. I'm Alexa Dat, and today we are talking Reds baseball. We bring in our Reds reporter for us here on MLB.com, Mark Sheldon. Mark, want to ask you, this is the time of year to talk about it, a dark horse candidate or, or maybe a few to make the opening day roster. Yeah, the Reds have precious few spots available for a team that's been out of contention the last couple of years. They really do kind of have a good sense of what their roster is going to look like. However, there's openings in the rotation, the bench, and uh, the bullpen. And one of the guys, I, I, I maybe the the biggest surprise would be if he made the team would be Nick Senzel, the number one prospect. If, uh, if he can get a spot, he's been working at a shortstop mostly so far in camp, and he's looked pretty good. Uh, Jose Peraza is right now the guy they plan on having a shortstop, so something either would have to happen to him or Senzel would have to have such an amazing camp that they don't worry about service time and starting the clock and all those things, and they punch him right in there. Uh, or somebody else got hurt at one of the other positions, like third base, where Ayu Henio Suarez is. So if Suarez makes that would be interesting. Uh, Amir Garrett is uh, kind of on the periphery of the, the rotation battle, but he was like that last year, and he was able to pitch his way uh, into it after some injuries and, and with his own success. And then uh, Jimmy Herget, the, a reliever who's the number 18 prospect in their organization, he's got some really nice sidearm stuff, can heave it up at 95 to 96, and with his deception and and being a non-roster guy, it's a little harder for him to make the roster, but he could uh, get past a few more experienced guys and maybe get one of those last two bullpen spots. In terms of Senzel, what is the organization seeing that they need him to work on? What are they seeing that they really like out of him? Well, they really just don't have a plan for him right this minute to be in the major leagues. It's really, they wanted him to come to camp. It's his first big league spring training and just get exposed to not only uh, the camp itself, but also learning these new positions. Third base is just not going to happen for him, at least in the, in the immediate time he's in the big leagues. It's going to have to be a different position. So that right now, shortstop is what he's focusing on, what they have him focusing on. They have him working with Barry Larkin, and he's a Hall of Famer, and he basically said that's the, one of the best guys you can learn from, so why not listen? And so he's doing that, and we'll see what happens. But the, the idea originally was to have him start a triple-A Louisville and then see what happens when he gets to the big leagues. But uh, you never know if he can if he can surprise people and, and just be really major league ready while he's in spring training facing some big league pitchers. Maybe he can change their minds. All right, sounds good. So let's talk about a guy who uh, is definitely going to be in the opening day rotation, Joey Votto, who I kind of think as a quieter player, although he kind of came to spring training doing a lot of talking this year. It was pretty interesting. So he started off saying he tried to get fatter. 
He yeah. succeeded at that, apparently. He did all the testing, and I am fatter. And then he also is saying, I'm so tired of losing, and it needs to get going now. What, you know, what is this new Joey Votto we're seeing? I don't know if it's the new Joey Votto, but I definitely think it's someone that really is thinking about the team more than he's thinking about himself. Uh, part of the question that led to that, that answer was, you know, after the special year he had last season and almost winning the MVP, he, what's he looking to build on for this year? And he more or less said that he, he really couldn't enjoy the success he had when he went home. It was kind of weird. And he said it would have been really awkward if he had won the MVP because it was contributing to a 94-loss team. And at the end of the day and at the end of the season, you want to go home and feel like you contributed to winning. And he doesn't feel like he's doing that right now. And he's 34 years old. He's still got a lot of time left on his contract. But his prime years are starting to get away from him, and he wants to contribute to wins and, and be like the team the way it was in 20. 10, 2012, and 2013 when they were expected to win. And he kind of feels like, you know, the Cubs, the Astros, the Nationals, and teams like that are the ones being looked at as the perennial favorites, and the Reds are way out of the, you know, out of the, the limelight of their spotlight as far as teams that are expected to win. And he wants the team to get better. He wants it to stay good. He wants to build success that can be sustainable for several years, not just for a surprise 80-something win run that could be a contending team for one year. He wants it to be a year-in and year out. And so how much of that is going to make him, you know, happy from what's going to he's going to see this season with this team? Well, I think he, what he wants to see is he wants to see because uh, they didn't make any moves in the offseason, major moves. He applauded that. He didn't think they should make any big free agent expenditures. But what he wants to see is the, the guys that they already have get better. He wants to see people that he, maybe you weren't expecting, like dark horse candidates like we mentioned earlier, get better and, and emerge and become marquee names in the market. He just wants to see success. He just thinks that it's time to stop thinking about rebuilding and start thinking about uh, progress, turning the corner, and, and being better sooner than later, which, incidentally, is something I talked to General Manager Dick Williams about, and he fully agrees. He said this is really a year for progress. It's time to kind of get rid of the rebuilding and start thinking about winning. Yeah, that's going to be uh, pretty interesting to see how that all plays out. Uh, you mentioned that Homer Bailey doesn't want to get ahead of himself, but he hopes that a healthy spring is going to bring some sort of return to form. What does he mean by that, and what specifically is he working on and wanting to see out of himself? Yeah, Homer came back last year. He got 18 starts in, was, was honestly pretty terrible for most of those starts. But his last start, he kind of put it all together. He threw seven innings, and he had a lot of command. And that was, seems to be the last thing that for pitchers that have had Tommy John surgery, it's sort of times the final thing that kind of puts together. He can throw it still, maybe not as hard as he used to. He used to be able to throw 98. Now he's kind of closer to 92, 93. But if he can throw it and command it, that's okay. And and I think, you know, he just hasn't had the feel. It's after so many years away, he's had three elbow surgeries since 2014, and he kind of compared it to hitters. You know, a hitter doesn't get in the batter's box for a while. It takes a while to get your timing and your tempo back. And for a pitcher that doesn't pitch enough, it takes a while to feel comfortable on the mound and to feel like you have command of your stuff. And it, uh, just being able to repeat his delivery and then get his pitches right, you know, things like that, it, it does take a lot, and he has to be ready for it. So he's hoping that after a normal off season, he was able to do uh, his regular workouts in the off season. He's also able to get away from it all a little bit and do some personal stuff. And he's hoping he's in the right frame of mind to, to be here in spring and have a full spring training and then go into the season ready to pitch 30 starts. That's really what his goal is. Hey, Mark, you wrote a little bit about Jesse Winker's emergence and the fact that he creates now this four-man outfield rotation. What has the team seen from him so far, and what are they expecting from him moving forward? Jesse Winker is uh, just showed in the last 40 games or so of last season that he was ready to be here. He 
he's always been known as a patient left-handed hitter that's not afraid to face lefties or righties, and he basically did that and then added some home runs to his uh, to his resume. He didn't hit a lot of home runs in the minor leagues, but he hit seven in, in the 47 games he played for the Reds, so that's a, a nice thing. And, then, and Brian Price said sometimes major leaguers you know, prove themselves and they belong here, and he thinks that, that Jesse Winker is one of those guys and doesn't feel like he has to compete for a job. Now, the, the one problem the Reds have, obviously, is there's there's four guys in their, in their outfield and only three spots. They didn't trade anybody in the offseason or, or, or move anybody out, so they're going to have to find a way to get out of Duvall, Scott Shubler, Billy Hamilton, and Winker uh, ample playing time, and somebody's going to have to sit every day. Uh, Jesse will be a, a corner outfielder only, left or right field. Adam Duvall is going to be in left field only. Billy Hamilton's going to be in center field only, which leaves Scott Shebler as the uh, backup center fielder. So, uh, but for Winker, he's going to get a lot of at bats. He's pretty happy with the fact that he earned that right, and he's going to just spend the spring getting prepared rather than trying to fight for a, a roster spot or to win a job. And uh, he's been taking that mindset, and he's just one of those guys that is, is real steady and real easy. He just takes his pitches. He, he makes pitchers work for the you know through the counts, and, and he gets his hits. All right. Well, good luck to Jesse Winker. Hopefully uh, that works out well for him. Is there a uh, candidate or, you know, a player in spring training that you're seeing that maybe not a lot of people are talking about that it maybe surprised you a little bit coming in? Uh, you know, someone that not many people in, in terms of the headlines or, or what people were really looking for and maybe uh, has piqued some interest? Right now it seems like Cody Reed is drawing a lot of attention. Uh, he, he was a big prospect two years ago that somebody they – really came on after being traded for Johnny Cueto in 2015. He came to his first camp at 16 and blew everyone's doors off. And then last year kind of didn't do very well. And he pitched most of the year either in the Reds bullpen or at AAA Louisville and, and struggled with his command. But he's come here and, and, and Price has been not only impressed with the way he's executed his pitches in the early bullpen sessions and the one uh, live BP, but he's also just the way he's been fielding his position, how he's been handling bunt plays and just being on top of everything and just sort of carrying himself a little bit better than he's than he did last year, maybe more like he did two years ago. And, and uh, you know, even though he's a, a starting pitcher prospect, he's competing for a bullpen spot this spring. And if he's able to, uh, to, to earn his way under the roster, he could be a very, very valuable guy in the late innings. They, they think of him as possibly getting a higher profile if he makes a team. And, and you know, right now he seems to be the camp star. Brian's been very uh, effusive about how he's been pitching. All right, sounds good. How about – how about Michael Lorenzen, the Zen master? What's his story? And, you know, I know that you've uh, kind of been diving a little bit deeper into uh, his situation right now. What uh, what can fans expect? Yeah, Michael has been in the bullpen the last two years. He, he had a really rough 2015 as a starter. He, he didn't do very well. He got beat up and sent to the minors. And, and, and he's always wanted another chance at it for different circumstances and reasons. And one time an injury, he wasn't able to be in the rotation. So now he is getting an opportunity to start. He's kind of in that second tier of competitors behind Sal Romano and Robert Stevenson. And he's trying to see if he can show that he belongs in the rotation. And he spent the entire offseason working on that. He's He's got three or four different pitches. He can throw still 96 to 98. And he's completely 100% determined to be a member of the rotation. But understanding that if it's for the club's good that he has to pitch in the bullpen, he'll do that. And, uh, you know, he's dedicated himself to eating well. He, he doesn't put anything in his body that's not good for him. He's basically become a uh, not only is he a gym rat who does Pilates and, and strength exercising, but he, he's very careful with what he eats, and he wants to have endurance, and he wants to be durable. He wants to be injury-free, and he wants to show he can be a starter. 
the anti-Joey Votto who just spent the offseason getting fatter, right? I guess so, yeah, a lot of ways, right? All right, that's going to do it for us here on MLB.com Extras, our Reds edition. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode, so stay tuned. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate the info. Thank you.